0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blasian Wellness Podcast. How you guys doing? We missed y'all. I am one of your hosts, Coach Tamika, and you know I'm joined by my very best friend in the whole wide world, Sex Coach Mary. Hey, Mary. Hi. Look at her smiling, guys. She always smiling. Since 1989, she's been smiling (laughs) since I've known her. And we also have today a very special guest, our new friend, Ms. Nicole Amard. Give it up for her, everybody. She is oh, wonderful. <laughs> she is an RN and MSN, and she's on a mission to help busy single moms look and feel healthier, sexier, energized, and confident, no matter what their size or budget. After 15 years of working full-time in the hospital community and the leadership sectors and an unexpected layoff due to COVID-19, she began asking herself, what's next? And I'm sure a lot of y'all can identify with where Nicole was in that point in her life. But instead of jumping back into the job market, Nicole felt the pull to sit down (laughs) and explore the answers she was searching for. After a 10-plus-year hiatus from social media, she returned to Facebook in May of 2020 and joined Women's Empowerment and Business Academy Clarity to launch. While in the early early stages of building her online coaching and consulting business, Nicole's ultimate vision is to create a safe platform where women, especially women of color, can shift to a space of self-love, embrace their desires, and live Fully, boldly, and passionately. When she's not thinking and dreaming big, Nicole enjoys cooking, Pilates, and hiking trails in her native New Jersey. Hey, Nicole. Hello,
1: Tamika. Hello,
0: Mary. Hello. I just love that. You know, I, I think a lot of people definitely can, you know, identify with COVID having to you know take a step back because i guess it made us all kind of stop for a moment and it invoked so many changes and the way you use that time i think is a beautiful thing and it's just going to help people in the long run so now guys you know on this video we're gonna have nicole's instagram and her other social media but she be cooking y'all she <laughs> yeah. love to cook <laughs> and what nicole's going to talk about today for us she's going to talk about some foods that improve your sex drive Woo! Oh, mm-hmm. she's not just a pretty face and a and an intelligent woman. She could cook, y'all. I don't know if she's single, though, guys. Sorry, I don't know.
1: Oh <laughs> I I cannot, Tamika. I'm I'm gonna behave. Don't, <laughs> don't behave. behave. Come on, come on. <laughs> well, i fine. I meant yet, yeah, Louis, it's right here. That's right. Take your <laughs> sip. I thought you were going to have I said, let me get a little sip before we
0: start. you like, go ahead and sip, baby. <laughs> we like, like to get you all tipsy and then talk to you. <laughs> okay, I
1: know. You got to make sure you get it out because then you're like, was I making any sense? <laughs> <laughs> was I making any sense? of course
0: so tell us a little bit more about you about the foods and sex drive and foods that harm foods that heal let's go come
1: on yeah <laughs> so you know as i would and and thank you again for this opportunity but you know as i was saying you know my goal i was for one raised by a single single mom so you know i have a lot of former colleagues and friends at a single mom so I will always see a lot of them just not put themselves first. So I think like to a friend of mine who is working two jobs, raising a teenage son, and she just doesn't feel well a lot. And I realized a lot of it had to do with her nutrition. I would ask her, you know, well, what are you eating? Because she was saying that she's tired all the time. She feels depressed, low energy, um, a lot of bloating, backaches. And I explained to her a lot of that is connected to know what we're putting into our bodies so i mean of course i'm not going to diagnose her i'm an RN, but i'm going to tell her still follow up with your you know provider but i think a lot of it was connected to food so most of her meals if not all of her meals were consumed which she would consume them on the go which we know a lot of that like the fast food the sodas the coffee drinks all of that has a lot of the salt the sugar the, the added fats a lot of processed foods it just leaves us not feeling good. So I really started looking into, especially during this time that I've had off, really what I call like the the food mood connection. So looking at what we're eating and connecting that to a mood. And I actually started doing like food journaling last fall where I would just write down everything I was eating and connect that to how I felt. So the days I was feeling better, I noticed that I was eating better. And the days that I was say more irritable or anxious, I found that I wasn't eating a lot of, you know, what we call clean or whole foods that are less processed. So a lot of it for me, especially with the goal, I have to, you know, work with women for them to feel healthier, sexier, more confident. That has to be tied into first the relationship that we have with ourselves and establishing like new habits and a new mindset. And a lot of that has to do with what are we putting into our bodies? How are we pouring into ourselves? Are we able to put ourselves first? So again, with a lot of the things that mom, you know, single moms have to do everyday work, cooking, laundry, checking homework, sometimes maybe that's not the thing that they're focusing on. So for me, I look at if I don't feel well, I'm not going to think that I look good. And I think for a lot of women, they would agree, like, I don't feel well. So more than likely, I'm not going to think that I look good, which is going to affect my confidence It's going to affect my sense of self-worth, my abilities. So that's all tied into our self-esteem, our confidence, which affects our sexiness, right? Mm -hmm. Because if we're not feeling well, I think the last thing on our mind is whether or not we feel sexy and even have a drive. So I wanted to like find foods that were affordable, right? So especially, like I said, if you're on a budget, that you can have that it's going to enhance your mood. It will enhance in a sense, how you feel about yourself which in a sense then increases your sexiness and then also I have a couple of foods that you can maybe buy with your partner that will enhance your sex drive as well and then I have 10 foods that you can you should avoid you know just overall for your health wellness but also it's going to kill your sex drive as well
2: oh I want to hear this
1: (laughs) (laughs) I definitely want to hear this And Tamika, I'm sure you can attest to some of these that I'm going to share. So let's see here. Okay, so I just put a a note here. We got to think of it in a sense of high energy foods will improve our energy. So anything like low energy foods, we're going to have low energy. So high energy, we're going to have that high sex drive, low energy. Of course, we're just really not going to be in a mood. We don't want to be touched. We don't want anything. But depending on what we're eating, you know, it can improve. I just have some notes here. It improves our skin. We feel lighter. And also, especially for women, it helps to balance our hormones. So we know when our hormones are regulated, we're feeling better about ourselves. When our hormones are all out of whack, really the last thing we're thinking about is, you know, do I feel really sexy, vivacious, and do I even want to engage with my partner? Okay, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> no. I always want to
2: engage. But okay, oh, you- go ahead. Tell me, girl, what would you Listen,
1: <laughs> sometimes I don't want to engage. Well, if I was engaging, but of course. We <laughs> okay. There could be
2: a, a war going on. I still want to engage. I'm like, come on, baby, let's go. I getting get naked. All right, but I'm listening.
1: That's okay. All right, so I just have my notes here. So I have a list of 10 feel-good foods, and then I also have just a list of some what we call seductive foods, seductive moods. So I'm just going to go through this list here. So the foods that are these feel-good foods, they're high in nutrients, vitamins, minerals, healthy fats. We want to really aim for whole, unprocessed foods. So that means we want foods in their whole form. We know, especially for Western society, we we rely heavily on things that are in boxes and bags and cans. So it's not in its whole form. Some are better than others, but if we can just lean towards more of a natural food. Okay, so say for, I'm thinking of the single mom on the go that says she doesn't have time. So I would tell her first, look at first, maybe oatmeal is one, right? It's high in fiber, it's gonna keep you full. It's also gonna aid in weight loss, okay? So you're not gonna have that bloating, like say you would have if she grabbed a breakfast sandwich and a coffee drink. You really wanna look at foods that are gonna sustain your energy, keep you motivated, energized throughout the day. Okay, I also have eggs, which are also high in vitamin B12. So vitamin B12, our B vitamins are for energy. So that would be also an option. Again, I'm just thinking along the lines of that single mom on a budget. She could also purchase these uh, what lean proteins. So when we say lean proteins, let's think about chicken, let's think about fish. Those are high in what we call omega-3, so that's good for brain and nerve development. Uh, beans. So that's high in fiber and magnesium. So think about what magnesium. Magnesium um, actually aids in our mood. It's like a natural mood booster. It helps actually increase our serotonin, which is a feel-good hormone. So that would be ideal if we're leaning more towards foods that are high in magnesium. So it's kind of like almost like a natural, we call natural antidepressant. I even tell some of my uh, clients that, say during their times during their cycle, when they're really not feeling well, their hormones are kind of out of whack. Magnesium does help and it's a natural muscle relaxant. So in a sense, if you're feeling more relaxed, in a sense you're feeling more confident and satisfied with yourself. Uh, We have bananas. Now, the benefit of bananas would be because they're high in potassium, it's really going to flush out, especially if you are that person that's doing a lot of grabbing and going. If it's high in sodium, the potassium will help to flush that out because what we find, whether we know it or not, when we're going out with our girlfriends and we're going out to eat and drink if we're feeling bloated, more than likely it's because we, you know, had a lot of sodium and what we consume. So bananas would be something that would be good for this mom on the go. So for example, she could do like oatmeal with bananas. That could be an option. Dark chocolate. Um, which is also, it's high in magnesium. That would be like a great snack to have also with red wine, which is also a bonus. (laughs) So that definitely is a, what you call one more of like an aphrodisiac, but dark chocolate as well, high in magnesium. So a natural muscle relaxant. Uh, Green tea would be a better option versus say those, again, those sweet coffee drinks that we tend to to consume on the go. It gives us like that quick energy, but it's not long lasting. So you want something that's going to kind of satisfy you throughout the day. We also have berries. So we know we're now in the fall season, so you could do frozen over fresh. So berries are also high in antioxidants. So that helps with cellular um, restructuring and function. And just think of anything like we can keep in our bag. Now, one thing I would say you could have that is in a box or a bag, maybe we have mixed nuts, like walnuts, almonds, pumpkin seeds, that would be good for you to have. And that's also high in vitamin B, B, like the B vitamins and magnesium. And then I put put down um, avocado, which is a healthy fat. um, And that's also heart healthy. So of course, when we think of heart healthy, increased blood flow, that helps to increase blood flow to our genital area. And then also, I'd just say the bonus was water. I mean, it's really, I mean, we should be consuming it, but the benefit is what water does, it carries nutrients to the cell. It eliminates a lot of waste and a lot of toxins, right? So we think about it that way. And studies show the more water you drink, uh, you're less likely to want to have foods that are high in salt, high in sodium, high in calories, which also kills the sex drive. So I just had before I go on to the foods to avoid, just to go over a list. Some of these foods would be a little bit more expensive than others, so I'm always about a budget. But Some of the lists of these natural um, aphrodisiacs, avocados that make the list. Um, oysters, which can be more uh, expensive, but instead you can actually do mussels. Those are natural uh, aphrodisiacs. You can do dried figs, dry dates, Chocolate, of course, honey. So Mary, you wouldn't think about that. Maybe some honey and some chocolates. Uh, <laughs> chocolate covered strawberries. Coconut is also a natural aphrodisiac. You could do coconut macaroons. Um, I'm all about celebrating with friends. We could do champagne. <laughs> this is also on this list, a um, couple of vegetables asparagus made the list, artichokes, hot chili peppers. So we know that with uh, peppers, they contain capsaicin, which also increases blood flow. Salmon, which can be somewhat expensive depending on the cut, but that's also a natural aphrodisiac, high in omega-3s. And then some of the fruits, which are now out of season, but watermelon, strawberries, oranges also made the list. And then some natural spices, which are really good for the fall season right now, would be cinnamon, ginger, and cardamom. So you can actually maybe get like a spice tea, and this would be a great time for the fall season. And pumpkin seeds, which are also high in magnesium, are a natural aphrodisiac, and they also contain um, antioxidants. Coffee made the list, and then also pomegranates made the list. Oh. So these were just some of the ones that I researched. So I even thought about I have a, I have a, I recently hosted a couples date night, and I one of the giveaways, one of the games that I played was how well do you know your partner? So I asked them ten questions for a total of twenty one points. So whoever had the highest score, they would win the gift. So the gift would be a four course aphrodisiac meal. Um, but the, the the key would I mean the twist would be they can redeem it between February first and the twenty eighth, kind of around like Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So I wrote these foods down also in mind, thinking about how can I create a menu that is you know all aphrodisiac So just using this list, so definitely like the chocolate covered strawberries could be like a great dessert. So then maybe a salmon or something like that, but everything would be infused with. An aphrodisiac, because of course the goal would be after they eat, they wanna make sure they make it home. They cannot use my bedroom, okay, if I'm hosting <laughs> here. <laughs> so, so you're cooking for them? Oh, yes, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm cooking for them. So I'm gonna do uh either i do a mobile date night, which I've done before, it can be a lot, like doing it because it's just me right now, mm-hmm. versus because these are my friends, that I would invite them to my home. Mm-hmm. To, to do this so um just some of I love things. that, that uh,
2: me too i'm I so that. i'm stuck on I that so it.
1: is this something you offer to clients or is this something you did just for your friends i would do this you know what mary i'm thinking about because i'm also in the beginning stages and figuring out what services i want to offer i think i would honestly offer um the date night to, to friends. And then if they can refer out, I mean, that's how we're able to connect the network.
0: Right.
1: Um, but that might be an idea to say that maybe for a mom that I'm working with, you know, and I, I, I have to explain this because I even, when I shared with Tamika, I was doing market research that if we're single, if we're not married, you could be dating, you could not be dating. So that might be maybe a giveaway or for maybe a client that, complete six months of the program Mm -hmm. offering some form of service you know I'm all about being able to to give back to the clients um because it's all about how again how we feel and and feeling sexier feeling more vibrant energetic so as of right now the the date night again that concept was like oh friends and you could refer but that could be something that I would do that would I be love awesome. that, and That'd she's be cooking awesome. for them.
2: So she, its like a one-stop shop. Exactly. Help you? Let me teach you a seat and I'm even Ooh, gonna
1: cook for you. Cook you for can't you. use my
2: bed. <laughs> yes, you
1: just—you cannot use my bed, and that has happened before. They, the couple, they oh. had to—they had to leave early. They said they had oh. to get home. They got oh. girl, It was time. <laughs> they said we gotta go. We gotta go. So, yeah, I mean it's. And I, when I, we share, I shared this with you guys initially that, you know, I think as women, we, we go through our challenges. We're not going to, we don't always feel good. Like during this pandemic, I've had days where I wasn't sure what was going to happen, you know, but we just have to keep ourselves motivated and know that there's somebody out there that is there to uplift me and to support me. So, you know, we have to, to remember those things and, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have down days but again it's just mm-hmm. how we you know support each other
0: mm-hmm. so does this mean you single
1: because yeah, i i'll mean, be i be getting emails <laughs> and stuff <laughs> after yeah. this
0: one with the little sexy shoulder out oh, well you know
1: i i said it was just for you because i said <laughs> well listen yeah, i'm, I'm like, gonna put the shoulders out that's right put the shoulders out <laughs>
0: As coach team, what's
1: up with your girl, Nicole? Because <laughs> I got to vet them first. Oh, well, yeah, just... p- listen, please make sure they have all their teeth first. You know, we just got. <laughs> oh, no, she didn't. Baby, Listen, you, you'd be surprised if people you, again, coming back on social media, I haven't seen many people and they, oh, you look the same. Well, you don't. And you have less teeth. So it's just. <laughs> No
0: <laughs> don't reach out to me if you ain't got all your teeth. y'all don't already heard. It. <laughs> wait
1: look, can you at least just have like these, please? <laughs> if we the back, maybe the back ones that's okay if you miss it a few back, but like can we have like the ones that have this
2: the ones that show when you smile. <laughs> You can't surprised. be having no holes. Oh, please! I uh, <laughs> I know. I've met quite a few characters in my dating days, and these are very, these are recent days. Um, oh quite a few. I mean, you know, sometimes when I when I think back and I reflect on the guys that I even gave the time of day, I'm like, why did I do that? You know, I had one guy. Um, he wanted to put his bedroom in the kitchen. Oh God. And and he was like, do you think that's a good idea? And I just looked at him like, what? And then he wanted to have sex on his son's bed because his son wasn't there.
1: Oh God. And I just
2: looked at him and I'm like, yeah, I have to go now.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I need to go. Well, you, you know, Mary, a lot of that, it was the saying for me. It's a lot about how you feel about yourself and that's why we attract what we attract and why we, why we pick what we pick because we you feel are like absolutely that's, right. that's all that we can get. So, you are
2: absolutely right. That was a, a low point in my life. And, and although I didn't admit it then and I didn't think that was true, it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I would always pick guys like, oh, I, I think I could name him. Yeah, he looks like, yeah, he looks like he would be my type. And there were certain men. That would intimidate me and go, and I would look at their pictures and read their profiling and think, no, he's out of my league. And I would skip over them. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely mm-hmm. skip over them because I'm like, no, even though they didn't look physically that great to me, when I would read their profile, if let's say they were like a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, some kind of executive, I would look like, mm, no, I'll date this guy who's a, you know, a waiter or, you know, some just regular, you know, labor, Mm -hmm. um, because I thought that would be my lead.
1: So you, you, you hit it. (laughs) Exactly. I wanted to ask actually both of you and I'll start with you, man. Like, would you say like during that time, like before you got married, you were dating. If you could look back and say how much of how you felt about yourself. Could you connect it with what you were eating? Do you think? Can you look back and see there was a connection between how you were taking care of yourself and also the type of you know partners that you were attracting? Well, um, I know for a
2: fact, I and mean, even a little bit till till now, uh, I eat a lot of processed foods. Um, even though I am vegan, I wasn't vegan the entire my entire life. Um, you know, I was a carnivore, then I was a vegetarian, then I went back to being a carnivore, then I went back to being a vegetarian, so now I'm a vegan. Um, But I'm not the, uh, you know, there are different types of vegan, and I'm considered a junk food vegan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the would tell me all the (laughs) time. I could feel her eyes looking at me like, yeah, bad girl. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, definitely. When I don't eat right, I feel it automatically. Um, You know, I start feeling bloated. I feel like crap, especially if I'm eating things high in sodium or if I don't have enough water for the day or if I didn't eat fruit for the day. I Mm -hmm. absolutely feel it. I feel like shit. And -hmm. then I feel depressed. Um, And the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, I have been kind of eating on the go, not really paying attention to what I'm eating. And it's starting to. It started, it it's starting to affect my mood. So I said to you know, I said to my husband, I said, Look, I said, I gotta stop eating like shit. And I really have to get back on, you know, what I'm used to eating, you know. So, you know, let me prepare my food, you know, I don't because he likes to season and sometimes he over seasons and mm-hmm. he puts a lot and I like my food. What he says is bland. Bland with no taste. Even though to me it has taste, he thinks it's bland but um and I tell him, I'm like look I this is this is what I need because otherwise I feel like I feel like a marshmallow
1: mm-hmm. um
2: you know and then it it just it makes me unhappy you know then I'm moody so yeah absolutely food definitely it's it's connected to my mood
1: mm-hmm. for sure and how you feel yes yeah. and Tamika, would you say the same thing I mean I know you're a coach but Even as a nurse, I still had challenges, but would you also agree there's a connection between
0: what we're putting
1: into our bodies and and how it just shows up?
0: Definitely, there's a connection. Um, When I was a meat eater, And when I did weigh over 220 pounds, I felt like crap. I wasn't as productive. My brain was all over the place. I felt angry all the time. And I'm already angry by nature sometimes, it seems. And it just made it, you know, worse. And then you do get to that point where, you know, I felt like I was juggling all of these balls and I just knew that sooner or later I was going to explode. And the funny thing about food for me is you don't even realize when you're eating, you know, the Western way, Mm -hmm. how bad you feel until you start eating, you know, fruits, vegetables, nuts and cutting out, you know, the fats and the processed foods. I didn't realize I could feel this good. Like to me, that was normal. How I felt was normal. Mm-hmm. Being tired all the time was normal. And so now it's like, oh, okay. You know, I'm up early. I could do this. I could do that. My, my mind is clear. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then I can always tell when, like I was telling Mary, I think it was last week or two weeks ago that I had a fudge brownie with the icing on top and I love brownies and it was from Whole Foods and it was so good and after I ate that brownie I was sick I was tired and I was bloated and it was just like that and so that's how I knew you know oh god I really can't eat this now six months from now I'm gonna eat I'm gonna eat it still knowing that it's gonna make me feel like that because I want it but I just thought it was so funny on how, almost immediately after eating it, my whole body changed. Like mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I felt it. So I felt good in the moment, but then after a while, it, it, it didn't. So definitely, and I'm always grateful for my husband because he is the chef. He's, because of him, I lost the weight. Because of him, okay. you know, I had to come home to, to these meals all that which is a help because most people don't have that yep and if he wasn't the way he was if he decided he didn't want to change i'd still be fat
1: yeah because i know
0: me so by him doing it you know he lost I i don't even know how much he lost 50 60 pounds by him doing it I had no choice because shit, I wasn't going to cook, so I was like, oh, this is where we go. Well, I guess I'll try it. And it was mm-hmm. just delicious, the meals that he he cooks. So
1: definitely food matters, food absolutely, matters. Absolutely. And I was even thinking about, and then I'm going to be we were talking about certain foods and I'll just go on to these 10 that we can limit. but. When we were, you know, the older we get, our bodies are just more sensitive. So I actually went to this uh women's entrepreneur event, very nice. But it was like a lot of um, store-bought food, you know, the chicken, somebody bought mac and cheese. You know, I brought my little chickpeas and cabbage, but of course, you <laughs> <laughs> listen, even though they like the chickpeas and cabbage, but you're eating foods that I would not eat normally, you know, and then we had drinks, or so there's infinites, all kind of stuff. Anyway, my point is the next day, you, I can see it in my face, I can see it in my neck, so your body and, um, you know, Tamika, you could attest to this also because it's just inflammation in the body. So when we think about if we twist our wrist or our ankle, it swells up, it's warm, that's the same thing, the same concept of what's going on in our bodies. A lot of this unprocessed food, our body doesn't know what that is. So it's mm-hmm. trying to get rid of it. So that's why for a lot of us, we're bloated or we're having a lot of pain because that is connected to to inflammation. So just, again, thinking about that and knowing that we, like you were saying, Mary, getting back on track and you know eating cleaner but these are some of the the 10 foods we could limit. So one we've already talked about, which is processed foods. So a lot of the processed foods, it has little to no uh, nutritional value, very high in chemicals. So again, when we're putting something in our bodies that's not in its whole natural state, the body's trying to figure out what to do with it. Um, So that's what causes a lot of inflammation in the body. And then also with a lot of processed foods, they typically don't keep us full long because there's too many uh, different chemicals properties in it. So again, we want to avoid those processed foods. Alcohol, we do want to avoid, there's nothing wrong with like, it's a little red wine, uh, maybe just saying having alcohol, but that's not mixed with the sugary drinks. But one thing we have to know with most alcohol, they're natural depressants. So it's actually going to, you know, really deflate your mood long term. So again, that's also going to affect your sex drive. So, of course, a a big, big, big culprit is sugar, which is pretty much in everything. So, again, we're looking at sodas, juice, coffee drinks. So, what happens with the sugar, it increases our insulin, which increases our body, um, belly fat. So, we think about that when you have more belly fat, it actually decreases the blood flow to the genitals. So, of course, it's going to decrease our sex drive. We wanna avoid a lot of artificial sweeteners. So a lot of these sugar-free substitutes, again, because of the chemicals that can affect the sex drive, and we wanna limit that as well. So trans fats, like to, to make his point, even though it was in whole foods, think about that, that brownie, that sugar, that flour, that salt, the eggs, the butter. We wanna avoid certain little, those trans fats, which can increase our risk of heart disease. So like cookies, chips, microwaveable popcorn, anything like you see Again, box bag, something that you could buy, say, at a dollar store. Deli meats is also a big culprit because it's high in nitrites uh, and it's also high in sodium. We want to limit fried foods as well, okay? Because we think about fried foods that actually blocks healthy blood flow, again, so that can affect our sex drive. We want to watch it with the cheeses as well. Many cheeses today, especially the cheaper cuts. They have a lot of synthetic hormones. So, a lot of these different artificial hormones in our body is going to affect our sex drive and overall just it, uh, decreases our feel good mood. Uh, we want to watch caffeine long term. I know a lot of us might rely on having like coffee in the morning to start the day, but studies show it can actually increase your blood pressure and it also affects your nervous system. And then, uh, number 10 would be the, again, like what I was just saying, the high sodium foods. So anything that we're buying, or like if we go to a family's house, like you said, marry your husband, uh, cooking with a lot of, say, salt, he says the food you make is bland. Again, those high-sodium foods, it's going to affect our heart. It causes inflammation in the blood vessels, which increases that blood flow. So again, a lot of these foods we're eating. A lot of Americans are, and I'm thinking, like I said, a lot of my clients that I'm working with um, it's the same thing to grab and go. So we really want to lean more towards those clean, you know, less processed foods. Again, we know we're in the fall. We're not going to have a lot of those fresh fruits. You can do frozen fruits, um, make like a smoothie, or like I said, the lean proteins, eggs. Think about things like that that we can eat on the go that's going to make us feel better. Because again, like we all talked about, a lot of when we know we're eating crap, we're really not feeling so those were like those top 10 foods that we should be limiting.
2: So what would you suggest to me, since I'm
1: vegan, so I don't eat mm-hmm. eggs, what would be a good substitute? Um, well, and I'm, uh, I tried that, I actually did like a 30 day, like plant-based, so you could do a tofu scramble. You okay. could get some firm tofu. Um, do you like like onions and peppers? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you could do, get a block of firm tofu. You wanna uh, get some onions and peppers. Now, again, because we wanted to mimic eggs, you want to add some turmeric. So it's gonna actually, it's a natural uh, spice, but it's a yellowing agent. You could also add nutritional yeast, but kind of like, again, more of that texture, mm-hmm. yes. And that cheesiness, like you want cheese, eggs, so you mm-hmm. can, do, so I I was kind of relying on that because I wasn't that educated about, you know, veganism, which is something totally different. So um, I would say, again, because you don't eat eggs, you can do like a tofu scramble. Um, So then, I mean, that's a great form of protein. So maybe you can also add maybe a side of home fries, but you don't have to cook that in a lot of oil. Like you can boil one potato, chop Mm -hmm. it up and actually just stir fry it in a little uh, cooking spray with some onions and peppers. So that could be something that you could have. Um, and again, if you're, I don't know if you're working from home or you're on the go, think of things you could take in your bag, um, nuts, bananas, something like that. We want to really avoid like anything that has that added sugar to it. So think about something like that, but definitely, I think you could do the tofu scramble. If you wanted to add, you can add tomatoes, black beans. You could even have it for dinner. Add like maybe some whole grain um, basmati rice or just whole grain rice, and that makes a nice complete protein, and that'll be really filling for you. So you're not more than likely you're not going to have that sense of like I feel really heavy and bloated and tired. It's actually going to give you some energy. Okay, and a
2: replacement for caffeine because you said long term caffeine is no good for you, even if it's yeah,
1: still coffee. Well, you know what I this. I think it depends on what the study and what I was reading. How much of it? Like, say, if you have like a cup, even if you're just doing black. Mm-hmm. Maybe for these people that are relying on six, seven cups a day, so they're just saying the study show long term. Oh. So okay. if you want to, I mean, you could do your black. You do your, you know, decaf. Whether you're doing oat milk, almond milk, but the green tea benefits is going to be less harsh on our stomach because really that that black coffee is really burning the lining you know, of our GI system. So green tea is much more gentler, but it also aids in metabolism and it's um, high in antioxidants, which is good for cellular turnover. So, I mean, that could be an option, but at least you're doing, um, you said black, because for a lot of us, we, like for me, I used to add all of those International delights. And oh, I don't do that anymore. I used to.
2: I <laughs> yeah. used to and that tastes so good, but I stopped. Yeah. i stop doing that you know i put a splash of almond milk no sugar and i just Mm -hmm. drink it but it's not even light yep yeah so Mm -hmm. you know i mean i have days where i I, I feel like pouring sugar in it but i'm like no bitch
1: don't do it because
2: then i'll get used to it and then i'll keep wanting to do it so
1: and you want that whole day you're going to be just craving more more sugar
2: yeah Mm -hmm. Mm
1: more i'm going to
2: start incorporating the green tea uh, I don't drink a lot of coffee anyway, two cups is my max, one in the morning, one at night, or one in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll swap out the afternoon one and have some green tea, so okay. I could kind of transition out of
1: coffee. So coffee. Okay. Maybe it can add some ginger to, to it as well. Maybe if you could just get some fresh ginger, lemon, so if you want to kind of liven up the taste of green tea, it's kind of flat. So if you want to add that in there again, like oh, I like green tea. Okay, okay. i right.
2: Asian. I like that shit. It's <laughs> 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 good. I don't and I don't need sugar. So you just, just like drink.
1: it, just like you know. Okay, so yeah, try Just these. like
2: our food.
1: You like our food. Nothing wrong with that.
0: Nothing wrong with that you know it's it's important it's important to be healthy it's important to eat healthy and especially with what we got going on you know mm. with covid and flu season and long season and all this, these other seasons um to me the best your best protection is a healthy immune system absolutely and if you can just find, you know, start small, find, start implementing some of these things that Nicole Mm -hmm. is telling you, you know, you probably can't do it all at once. Most people can't. But small changes lead to big changes. Mm -hmm. And he done gave you a killer list. I mean, good. You know what to eat. You know what not to eat. And all them things, except for the You know, the carnivore thing is what I
1: eat. (laughs) So instead of the beans, the beans, yep. So we're going to take that, the chicken and the fish. Oh, so you don't do any, no meat products.
0: The only time I do seafood is when I feel I need it. It's this particular feeling I get. And I can't explain Mm -hmm. what it is, but I know when I feel like that, when I eat uh, salmon, it goes away, and then I yep. feel my my normal self. Yep. And I tried it with, you know, like algae based um, fish oils, and and for me, it doesn't work. I need to eat the salmon, mm. and I know myself enough to mm. do that. But that's where I would say that's probably four or five times a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the hardest thing that I ever had to give up was you know, shrimp, and that was the hardest. And no matter what people say about it, it didn't matter. I was like, uh-huh, they could be the bottom of the barrel. I'm still eating it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's probably the hardest thing that I had to give up. But all the mm-hmm. other stuff, chicken, steak. You
1: just it- A lot of it, I think, is also like listening to our body. So it's the same thing. Like, I, for whatever reason, just I just don't like chicken like that anymore. And I found myself saying, I didn't want to say, oh, I'm a vegan, I'm this, but my goal is just to eat eighty percent plant based. Exactly. So that means if I'm eating Monday through Friday plant based, then either Saturday and or Sunday I may have, you know, uh some salmon or fish. So lately I've just been doing a lot of fish. Mm-hmm. But it's just something about the the chicken for whatever reason, and then I was eating sh- a lot of shrimp. Same thing. I just stopped it, so I don't know. Maybe did I need an iodine? Was that iodine deficient? What was going on in our bodies? Was it connected with the iron?
2: Maybe mm-hmm. that's why I don't
1: need all the shrimp because I was eating it constantly. So a lot of the foods that we, you know, really crave, it could be studies also just connected to some form of deficiency, but. Your point, Tamika, like you said, you eat it and then it would go. The feeling goes away, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: that doesn't work with cupcakes or cakes,
0: Mary. I'm just saying. No, <laughs> she's like, I'm really craving it. I heard, you know, Tamika Nicole said, and that, that must mean my body needs it now. Your body. No, a I
2: know that. I know. <laughs> I am a sugar. It's such a. Oh, it's oh my hard. God. It, it is, really, it is the hard. hardest thing, and it makes me feel like shit. It, it really does and just, i don't know it's like especially like drug
1: addict it's but you anyway, know they say, well, they, should, it is. they say it's a drug should get it is, is a drug it is a legal <laughs> drug and i mean mm-hmm. that's another topic for another time but you know what what the kids are eating like in you know studies also showing it affects the ability to concentrate It affects academic performance. So you know what that means as they progress and become young adults, what's going to happen. so a lot of it I'm afraid of what, you know, is being pumped into our kids, especially kids in, you know, communities of color, you know, just those dollar stores. Uh, You really have to pick. And and when we all talked before, when I said I have found foods that you can eat from the dollar store. but think about kids that are going towards the the candy and the sodas the chips you know so sugar in order for us to avoid it again it's like going back to eating those whole foods you know as as much as we can because I know maybe it's not ideal to say I'm eating everything you know from the ground that's not always you know ideal but for the most part if we can just have the majority of our plate be vegetables so that's my goal to at least do it five days a week and then give myself the option
0: and i, I like that. that's a wonderful goal,
1: a wonderful goal. Mm. and you're right with
0: these kids whew, you just you don't know and people and parents don't know especially if you do live in certain communities where you know they're food deserts so you don't have those you know fresh fruits and vegetables mm. and you know, all you have is the, the corner store. And I remember growing up with the quarter juices and a quarter bag of and chips, then, and and, uh-huh,
1: and,
0: yep. you know? And that's what, you know, we lived off of. And, you know, certain kids can, you know, semi-function, certain kids can function very well. And certain kids, you know, that they started classifying with ADD and ADHD mm-hmm. and not realizing that it was the chemicals in the food that was contributing to how they were feeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I know that even with my own daughter going through her anxiety and when she was diagnosed with uh, ADD and ADHD and they're like, oh, you know, we want to put our medication, No, <laughs> you will. And I actually found, you know, a, a doctor who was like, huh, what is she eating? And I wrote it down and he goes, no, fruits, vegetables, nuts, that's it. And mm-hmm. she be fine and it made a vast improvement. But everybody don't have that, where they can just drive five, 10 minutes and have access to farms like I do in Princeton. It's hard. And it's crazy what the government is being allowed to do with the food. It's just, it's criminal.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Nicole, you know we could talk to you all day. But I also know how then people will be like, you know how they get married. Get young, get this, get that. Then you have other people, it wasn't long enough. And I'm like, guys, I be trying to, I can't please everybody, (laughs) but don't worry because you know, Nicole is wonderful and I'm sure we will have her back on another episode and she will talk about something else. Mm
1: We'll see if we need to keep it juicy. Maybe we could do that a Friday night. So depending uh-huh. on the audience. I love juicy. <laughs> right. I know well, Mary is happy. <laughs> we'll make it nice and fun, but this has been you know, wonderful. I hope this, again, this helps someone, especially if people don't feel like they know where to start. You know, uh-huh. this is, it just starts with even doing a little research on our own, but maybe just these 10 that I shared, it helps you. And again, it's not going to break that budget. So think about, of those 10 foods, what can I make for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And just, if I could just say, give it a week to see how you feel and then compare it. And that's, I think, what will give you the motivation and keep going. Because a lot of us, we just don't know that we don't feel good because of what we're putting into our body. Exactly. So guys, we will have Nicole's
0: information. It's going to be at the bottom of this video. It's going to be on our anchor and Apple and everything else. So you can just click on the link and contact her. If you have any questions, just let her know where you heard her and she will be nice to you. <laughs> She's nice to everyone. She's nice to everyone, but yeah, she'll be extra weird. nice
1: to you. <laughs> and I don't care if they don't have all their teeth. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs>
0: your I love you trying
1: to date her. If you yeah, had that's different. Box you gotta
0: have no lawyers. if you
1: trying to slide no you gotta have your friends no you gotta have your friends look
0: i'm like i'm I'm like her older sister you gotta have your friends you gotta have your own place you gotta have your own car you gotta have your own money you gotta be able to take her out if you can't do those five things don't me. don't do
1: anything but just pray that's, quite Jesus to <laughs> That's right. to so. That's right. To fix your teeth and anything else you lacking. Because Jesus oh, yeah. is my <laughs> I, I cannot. But no, this has been wonderful.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us, guys. We love you. We miss you. And we will see you on the next episode. All
1: right. Bye. Bye. Bye.